for all hard rock heavy metal bands needing worldwide exposure at affordable prices online metal promo pr is taking bands from the underground to above ground visit their official website at online metal promo.net online metal promo.net Welcome to Rat Sal Review. Today, I'm joined by Cameron Kellenberger. Welcome, Cameron. Yeah, how you doing? Thanks for having me. Doing great. And you are from the band Carbellion. Um, I've never heard of your band before, but you've been around since 2004, right? Yeah, we've been around a little while. Um, definitely, uh, you know, we kind of been a bit of the underground, right? I mean, yeah. um, mostly independent labels, you know? Right, uh, right. Done some touring, done some recordings, but um, definitely our latest recording is kind of taking it up a notch, right? And signing with Eclipse Records and Comron Records um, in kind of a joint deal is hmm. kind of like a lot of we're new to a lot of people now, which is uh, which is exciting. Yeah, it's cool. I was going back and listening to some of the older stuff too, and definitely the new album does kick it up a notch, I think. And uh, where did you come up with that name? Because that, that's a very unusual name. The name Carbellion. Yeah, yeah. That's an interesting story. So. Um, we when we got together, we fought about names. We actually had our, our three song American Heavy Rock demo done before we had a name. We were just back and forth and back and forth. Um, a lot of the the things we came, you know, the, these uh, band names we came up with and, and didn't settle on ended up becoming like song song names. So right. Wager Cage, Scarring Card, uh, we threw out Bullfighter was one I suggested. Dirt Track Rodeo was another, and there was a whole bunch of names. And we finally were we were wrapping up the the demo and we got into a bit of a a bit of a a tiff in the studio um and my my previous band was called carbon parlor okay. and uh, the rhythm guitar player the other original member his previous band was called whiskey rebellion and so he's like let's just put it together and call it carbellion or something <laughs> and um the uh recording engineer chris dejuric uh, who actually was at the board for our newest record all these years later right right um, for, for the new uh, weapons of choice record he turns around in the chair and he goes, that's the name. That's the name, guys. And it's been great to us because we don't have, I mean, we're the only Carbellion out there. being a Right, man. right. So you, know, you could put that in like a Google search engine or anything like that. You, you're going to find out. It's going to come up. <laughs> yep. Yeah, because uh, yeah, my band, uh, actually, uh, you go type in my band's name and my band comes up, but there's also a book with the same name. So it's yeah. like a, one of those like um, the, those books that like women read with all the men on the front cover. I'm like, okay. <laughs> there, you there you go. That's uh, funny. It is. Uh, so you guys recorded this album during the pandemic, right? We started it right before the pandemic. So obviously not knowing that was coming, clearly. Yeah. So uh, yeah, fall, kind of fall, winter going into uh, to 2019, we started recording and got like two of the songs kind of mostly pretty much completely done. Mm. Um, and then we were getting ready to go back in the studio in March 
of 2020. Mm. And um, that was right around the time that the whole thing broke and lockdowns and the pandemic. So we, I guess one good thing about it is we had all that time before we could get back in the studio where we, you know, we use Zoom, we use different tools and we did a lot of remote writing and really worked these songs around quite a bit before going back into the studio. Um, yeah, I think it was probably 2021 we were back in there. Um, you know, a little bit kind of a little bit early on some stuff, but you know, the lockdowns were lifting. It was kind of like, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we got back in and so it took us almost like two and a half, three years really to record this record because of the pandemic, but we spent a lot of time working on it. So I think that that shows in some of the songs there's I, I, first record we've done where I think there's no filler, you know, right. I think there's a song they're all different, but there's kind of something for everybody on this record. Right. Now, is it the first time you guys recorded like that? Um, it's the first time we've recorded over such a long span of time. Okay. <laughs> um, we've we've done some things remotely before to to, to write, you know, okay. um, mm-hmm. but never never as much or as long as we as we had to um, in the writing process. Because usually we just get together. That's where the magic right, right, happens. Right. You know, we all yeah. get in the room, turn it up way too loud, and just let it rip. You know, mm. um, so this was different. But again, the time just allowed us so much time. Yeah, um, I, I noticed there's like a, a, a almost a, a heavy influence of like corrosion conformity, even some like um, stoner metal, and you like know, even like hear some like dancing type stuff in, in there. Was that like a conscious thing to do? Because it's like I said, uh, the album's a little different from your earlier stuff. So was that something that you planned yeah. on doing, or just happened? You know, I think it, it's a good call out. I mean, we're we're all you know you say Christian conformity, we're all big fans, right? We like clutch. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I'm big into a bunch of different stoner rock stuff. I take a lot of difference all the way back to Caius, you know, and some of that all stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been really into that. Um, the guys kind of, kind of touch on some of that stuff too. One of the big changes with why this record, I think has just like a heavier influence almost is um, our drummer, Jamie Damro, who'd been the drummer for like 15 years, 14 years in, in Carbellion mm-hmm. moved out to lead guitar. Oh, really? Uh, Wow. He, he'd been a guitar player forever too and there was an opportunity to to we uh peter rich the original lead guitar player he left to do family things and you know we're all still real tight but yeah. i kind of left an open vacancy he said i want to do it and it was like wow okay well now we gotta find a drummer but well, moved him out to lead guitar well he he's a real heavy he's a metal guy right so right. um he brought some of the heavier crunch into the guitars and, and a little bit more of that metal influence but like brandon bauer on rhythm guitar and myself you know we're kind of got a stoner dirgy coc clutch yeah definitely as i heard that immediately yeah yeah he likes black label society a bunch and even in some of the songs there's even a bit of a punk influence i Mm -hmm. mean i would never say we're a punk band but there's a little bit of that action rock punk and roll is a touch of that in some of the songs because the the drummer that came in brent nims um he's big into a a lot of those genres right Mm. um and steve on bass he he kind of dances around all that stuff too. So it's kind of where you how you get there, I think, you know. A little yeah. bit heavier on this record was probably Jamie moving out to lead guitar, I think. Yeah, that's cool. Um the weapon uh, weapons of uh, choice is the name of the album. Uh was there, is there like a, a reason for the name of the album to be that? Yeah, you know, well, one of the songs on the record's Weapons of Choice. And mm-hmm. you know, as we the theme behind that song is just, you know, kind of you know, we're not a political band by any means, but like, you know, we'll kind of look at societal things and I'll write lyrics kind of around the state of the world. Right. And kind of what's going on. Um, And I I don't write all the songs that way, but I did that one. Mm. And it was kind of like, you see, there's so many people, you know, on the soapbox and on the bully pulpit and, you know, the media and how it uses the different influence. And it's just like, 
what's the weapon of choice to manipulate the people a little bit was kind of what the theme was. Mm. And then we just really liked this, the, you know, as we started talking about the songs and it's like, you have all these, there's some difference in the songs, right? They're all a little bit unique yeah. and we're kind of like, well, people are going to like different songs. We had a hard time picking singles and stuff. Mm. And so weapons of choice, you know, kind of you pick the, that kind of just stuck and we liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely a cool name. Uh, and there's a car theme going on with the with you guys. Is it, do you guys are you guys mechanics or, or what? Or it just happens because we're, of the we're all hot rod guys, <laughs> but motorcycle guys, you okay. know, bike bike guys. So yeah, we've got we all have some combination of something like that. And when you get the name Carbellion and nobody yeah, knows put something what it means, it. it's kind of got a vibe like Car Rebellion, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, that's definitely a heavy influence. And when we decided the artwork for the new record. You know, again, kind of a tie-in. It was like, okay, well, you know, we're all into different, you know, Chevys, Fords, Mopars, whatever, right? Uh, right. Motorcycles, Harleys, I ride a Victor, you know. So it's like, we're all kind of all over the place in that. So again, kind of weapons of choice a little bit. Um, and we like a lot of that retro, we're big into drag racing, you know. We're, we're okay. kind of like, we're, we're into watching that and, and, and mm -hmm. fans. And a good friend of mine, Andy Bull, uh, races NHRA. And we filmed part of the bar fight video um, for the new record in his mm -hmm. race shop. Mm -hmm. And on one of our previous records, we wrote a song about him specifically called Top Alcohol because he, ra he raises Top Alcohol Funny Car. Mm. So we thought, well, I want to put a drag racing theme into the artwork. And and that's kind of where the cover comes from. It's it's kind of like a, a tribute to like Hot Rod Magazine in the 60s. We made yeah, it, so it looks like, like it. that deliberately, right? Yeah. Uh, kind of created a magazine cover out of the record cover. Yeah, yeah that was a good idea. It, it did come out really good. Um, it, you, actually, where I am, I, we used to have drag races here like all the time, like back in the day when my father uh, was younger. Uh, and, and now they're like, everybody's wants a drag strip here. And I, for some reason, I don't know why, but they just don't want one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's There's a, there's a stigma. It's, it's a rebellious thing. I, don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I, I um, remember my, see, going through my father's old pictures. He would go constantly all the time. And, you know, it's kind of cool to see things like that, but we don't have much of that stuff around here anymore. That's unfortunate. I mean, it kind of puts people on the street doing it, which is not the best. I know. Thing. And you would think you want <laughs> them to be a little bit safer doing it somewhere. You, know? you would think. You yeah. would think. Yeah. But we we do have like a little car, you know, like a little car thing that that happens once in a while with the monster trucks once in a while too. So a raceway. Oh, nice. So nice. at least we got something here. Something. Uh, yeah. Um, now you guys, uh, I was reading the bio, and uh, you guys seemed. Have you played out a lot? Because it seems like you guys really want to do some bigger shows. But so how's like with you guys playing out? Do you do that often or? Yeah, you know, we go through waves of it. You know, we've been around a long time, like you said earlier. Um, you know, we've we've done some touring. It's been some years. But we were, you know, get in the van, club touring type of band for for some quite a few years. Yeah. Um, you know, so we've we've toured out. You know, we're based in Wisconsin, but we've toured out down to Texas was like a second home for a while. So we go yeah. kind of shoot down to Texas. We'd shoot over to California, kind of come back up. We've gone the other direction too into Louisiana, go down to Texas, kind of go that way and come back up. So we've done a lot of touring. Um, Locally, I mean, you know, I would just say like around the state of Wisconsin and, and Chicago is kind of in our backyard. We've opened for a lot of a lot of bands that we idolize, you know, what I mean, so we've been very fortunate that way. Mm. At one point, beginning of the beginning of the band, we were playing like anywhere between 40 and 50 shows every, every year. So we we're playing oh, wow. a lot yeah. um, for, for not being a full time gig. Mm. Um, and now we're a lot more selective, to be honest. Right. I mean, it's like we've. we've I say pay our dues because that sounds sounds cheese ball, but um, we're a little more selective. We focus a lot on the writing, 
yeah. um, and kind of play the big shows or the shows we really want to play. Yeah, you know, yeah. the bands we want to play with. So yeah, it makes sense. Uh, do you have like a a play to a pay to play type thing going on over there? How's that work with you? Uh, with the they shows? try that stuff here, and we yeah. don't do. It. Yeah, and good. We've good. never done it, and. Yeah don't really ever see us doing it put it that way yeah. um you know i understand that that helps out some of the clubs but it's also kind of ruined a little bit of the live music scene in a lot of cities because if right. anybody can play you don't have to cut your teeth by exactly. going to shows supporting shows getting ins with bands that are already playing and kind of like you know, back in the day handed demo tapes or whatever it is right but now it'd be like download cards or whatever it is but you know really getting out there and working yeah. um you know, I say the cream doesn't rise to the top as easily. Anybody can pay to play, and that's kind of screwed it up to where people don't want to go out and see crap bands. You know, right, right, yeah. Exactly. Uh, your influences. So, who are your uh, influences for, as far as vocal wise? Because uh, did you take lessons? Um, I did not, but I've been doing it a long time. You know, yeah, okay. When I first started singing in bands, um, way way back. I mean, I was kind of like, I knew how to yell and shout more than I knew how to carry it. <laughs> so. The early stuff kind of sounds like, I mean, the very, 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 very early stuff probably sounds like, you know, Cro-Mags and kind of New York hardcore yelling type of type. I, mean, I would call it the yelling style. Right. But, you know, I kind of came up through some of the grunge era, too. So I really worked hard to try to pick up some of that style, which is kind of classic rock influenced and in, in melodies and stuff. So mm-hmm. I worked hard at that for a lot of years, you know, and kind of just just kind of developed it. I mean, I've you know, I've been in a lot of different kinds of bands, but they were always kind of rock oriented in some way you know uh probably on the heavier side you know um yeah i just kind of built it up i mean i I try to replicate a lot of the grunge singers when i was you know young coming up with it right you know try to sing you know you know go after the easy singers like lane staley and you know (laughs) you you think he's easy but he's yeah not not so much um uh, chris cornell stuff like oh that. my god yeah um yeah. so i would really kind of try to get those styles but i was always into like i like creedence clearwater revival I like john mm-hmm. fogarty's voice mm-hmm. so i kind of put a little yowl in it it's probably where people pick up a little <laughs> danzig here and there maybe or, yeah, or something yeah, yeah. Uh, like that you know um kind of later on i mean i had some comparisons you know in the style not really so much my voice but like john garcia from caius mm-hmm. um in some of the earlier music you can kind of hear some of that more um, you, know, you, you kind of do what you listen to, right? So yeah, I think yeah. you pick up some of that, you know, um, there's some, some newer stuff I really like where it's kind of retro, you know, and I've been, I've been really listening to the vocals on, uh, Rival Sons. I think okay. that JB Cannon is one of the best singers out there in rock period, uh, especially these days. Um, I listen to the, out of the UK, the temperance movement had a real classic rock throwback kind of vibe going mm-hmm. like that band. I like the style of the singer. Um, you know, it's, you know, it's it's kind of all over the place. I like Mark Lanigan a lot. You know, took him as a kind of an influence, and also the lyric writing a little bit too, and trying to be quiet to loud and introspective with some of it. So, yeah, very right, cool. I remember the question now. Uh, what is the the metal scene over near where you are in Wisconsin? You know, I mean, everyone's always going to say, "Oh, our local scene sucks," um, or at least I hear that a lot. <laughs> of um, you know, I would say that it, it ebbs and flows. I mean, you know, it's like. I think it's kind of no matter where you're at, it's a little bit that yeah. way. Um, and we got Chicago in our backyard, which is a very pay-to-play tribute bands, cover bands. It wasn't always that way, but yeah, kind of is right. these days because that's, that's your big guaranteed draws, you know? Kind of what it is here too, yeah. I think a lot of the big cities, right? Um, yeah. And even the smaller cities, it's, it's really kind of leaked in. And nothing against that, you know, if that's your jam, but doesn't leave much. They make a lot of money. <laughs> make a lot of money, right? Yeah. Um, 
doesn't leave much space for like original music and, and original kind of like new thing, right? Try something right. different. Um, so I would say like in southeastern Wisconsin, so, you know, Milwaukee, Green Bay, Madison, you know, kind of like this corner where all the people are at in Wisconsin. Um, there's some really good bands out there um, locally, I think, in a lot of different rock genres in that and other genres, too. But, um, you know, the club scene... Yeah, it goes up and down a little bit, you know. I mean, there's there's some really strong supporting venues. There always is. Um, most of them are owned by people from way back that kind of like came up through it and, and just kind of held on to some credibility with it. Yeah. So I, I don't think I don't think it's great, but where it's but but in the pockets where it is really good, it's really good. Yeah. If that makes sense, right? It's not real yeah, widespread. It's not a huge scene, but it's good where it's good. Yeah. Cool. So the uh, the album Weapon of Choice is out. Um, where can people go to buy it? Oh man, it's kind of everywhere. Um, on the Comron Records website, that's a good place to get it. Um, we've got a Bandcamp page. Um, pretty much, again, if you can if you can spell the word Carbellion and plug it into the <laughs> internet, you can find the record. And you um, spell that? Actually, how do we spell it? C A R B E L L I O N. Right. You got it. Like Car Rebellion. Take yeah. away the R E. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so spell that um, yeah but you can actually go online best buy you know all the big distributors have it mm-hmm. um barnes and noble you can get it on barnes and noble online um it's distributed through some some independent record stores too um but yeah we, we right on our Bandcamp page we, we run a pretty good price on it and uh from like a streaming perspective we're on all the major streaming too so if, if you listen to your music digitally versus like the vinyl we released i was just um, gonna ask you did you get the release vinyl that's cool yeah, so the vinyl, so that's kind of the trick with our record deal, right? So the vinyl came out on Comron Records. So right. our physical release is Comron. Um, and that's who's doing the distribution for it. Um, it's a, it's we got it done at Smash Plastic in okay. Chicago, had it made. So it's it's really slick, man. It's this uh, limited edition gold. Looks like uh, metal. Uh, looks like melting metal. Oh, uh, really? Okay. I was going. You have it? I think I do. Right here somewhere. So yeah, you can kind of get a look at this for anybody who can see us podcast style. Oh, very cool. Yeah. I mean, I got a little light reflection. You see, it's kind of like a melted, like a mercury yeah. spread yeah. around the center. And all of them are a little bit different. Um, we threw a, a pretty cool working credential in here. Um hold that up so people can see the front cover. Oh yeah, front cover of the record, yeah. like it's like a hot rod magazine. Um, you know, it's kind of how we did it. And the back. We did kind of like almost like a like a speed shop ad advertisement, right? Okay, yeah. like in the '60s style. It's hard to see the reflection with the plastic, yeah. but yeah, like all the songs are like different services offered, and the you know, ah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I didn't have that in the, uh, the service technicians is the band, so yeah, it's kind of like like that style. And we threw in oh, a couple different things. We got a kind of a kind of a slick little little sheet here. Where we, you know, all the lyrics, you know, kind of liner notes oh, nice. on the one side, yeah. and then we have one of the new main logos for the carbine. We that's on our t-shirts, koozies, oh, wow. cool. things like that. That's nice. That's, um, uh, my father used to own a car like that too. Oh, that's super cool, man. Yeah, uh, we're more like 60s, 70s muscle cars at this point because these yeah. kind of cars are just too hard to come by. Right. But um, but yeah, man. Um, yeah, my father, he's of, he's all into that stuff, and uh, he had a uh, seven. 75 chevy he had two of them actually uh and he was working on one of the, he was working on both of them he got rid of one and then he had another one he was keeping it was like a greenish and a white color and okay. um 
Oh, he had a motorcycle accident and he was kind of getting like, you know, hard to move around. So it was, it was hard for him to keep working on the car. So he ended up selling it and uh, he was watching YouTube one day and it was a video on there and it was like some, some show uh, that shows about, you know, the, all the old cars or whatever. And he, they were showing his truck. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So, cool. and it, it went from here to some other state or whatever. It, it's been all over the place. So it was kind of cool for him to, you know, see that, he, you know, it sucks that he had to get rid of it because now it's worth, mm. you know, probably triple what he sold it for. Right. So. That's how these things work. And I could kick him in the ass too. I said, why did you sell that? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I wanted that. <laughs> he didn't even tell me. That's very cool. Yeah. All right. So where can people go to find Carbillion on Facebook? Yeah. Website, oh, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. Um, that's probably most of your, most of the social media we stay up on. Um, we're on the Eclipse Records website. Okay. And Eclipse Records manages all of our digital sides. So Spotify, Apple Music, Pandora, Tidal, Deezer, SoundCloud, um, Amazon Music, if I didn't say that one, iHeartRadio. We're on all, all the AMI uh, digital jukeboxes in the bars and restaurants. Oh, really? Wow. Uh, all across yes. North America. So very cool thing. Um just to be, again, if you can spell it C A R B E L L I O N, uh, plug it in the search, and yeah, you can play the whole new record, um, any of the songs on it. So we're kind of all those places um, on, on the digital front. Yeah, all right, very cool. Thank you very much for coming on the show, and uh, I really enjoy the album. Actually, I th- think it's really good. It's uh, like I said, it reminds me of a lot of stuff that I, I listened to, a lot of the, the grunge type stuff, and, and even uh, yeah. with the uh, stoner rock stuff. So it's it's really cool, and I really enjoy you know the album a lot. Yeah, I mean, anybody wants to keep up with us, like I said, we're on all the social media sites. Um, we are, we got some pretty big shows in the works, um, and we're talking about doing some touring again for the first time in a long time. So I think we may even go across the pond over to the UK and Scotland. Oh, really? Oh, cool. Yeah, some opportunities with a couple of festivals we're talking to. Um, here in Wisconsin, we're playing Rock Fest, which is a, a huge festival, you know, 50,000, 60,000 people. Oh, wow. uh, some of the headliners are Pantera, Slipknot, Godsmack. Uh, big big bands, you know, big big mm. rock bands. Ice Cube's playing. <laughs> oh my jeez, wow! It's kind of a kind of a different one. Um, what do you so think you, of the Pantera reunion thing? I, you know, it's it's like one of those things, the love hate thing, right? Like so, everybody wanted it for so long, and it was never really going to happen. And then then, then yeah. you know, both the the uh, you know with with Dimebag and and and, and Vinnie Paul passing away, right, and not yeah. being with. Yeah, it makes it a little tough to call it Pantera. I'm a little bit, yeah, but okay. You know, you got Phil and Samo out there and you got, you know, Rex on the bass and you get some really good players, you know, I mean, you, you know, filling in. So the I, I saw watched a little, a little footage in it, you know, I wasn't really sure what I thought about it at first, but I think they got better at it as they yeah, yeah, more yeah. shows. And, you know, it sounds pretty good. Um, it's like seeing a really good Pantera tribute band. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. you know yeah. um it's kind of how it equates i'm not gonna hate on it but i'm also like oh you know it's, yeah, it's not really pantera right yeah yeah it's strange it's strange charlie benante is one of my favorite drummers and uh oh, yeah, yeah. Zach, zach wilds you know awesome himself too but uh oh for sure i mean you got great players in there and that's what i'm saying like you know um like i say it's hard to hate on but in the right, same respect yeah. it's hard to call it pantera a little bit or, or think you're seeing the real thing a little bit you know yeah you think they should have named it something else like a pantera song or something i think they i think they could have called it you know 
Like they, yeah, they could have called it like any of the song titles attribute to Pantera. Yeah. I mean, they could, you know, anything like that. Everybody knows who's in the band. So it's yeah, going to yeah, be yeah. the same thing either way. You know, I suspect that if you call it something different, the same amount of people are coming. Right. right. Um. So, yeah, I don't know. I'm too full with it. Yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. Tough one. Yeah, at least they're still playing the songs. That's all that matters. Yeah. And, you know, the stuff, the stuff, you know, it, it holds up okay when you th- you go back and throw a record. It's like, oh, there's some nostalgia. And it doesn't sound as heavy as a lot of what's out today, as heavy as it sounded oh, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, the songs, some of those songs are pretty well done, man. I mean, they're well written. Good, good verses, choruses, hooks, big guitar breakdowns, and there's some good shredding on there. I mean, like, you know, and, and Phil Ensemble, man, as, as, as a vocalist, I mean, he he kind of start. I'm not saying he created what he does, but mm. the version of it that he did probably has as much influence on since him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so definitely. many heavy genres, people trying yeah. to rip off what he was doing and kind of coming yeah. up with a flavor of it, you know? Right. Yeah, definitely a pioneer of that. Totally. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. All right, Cameron. Well, thank you very much again for coming on the show. I had a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, good luck with those tours, and hopefully you get on those. And, uh, yeah, good things happen with you guys because uh, you guys deserve it, definitely. Appreciate it. Thank you very much. Stay in All touch. Right. Yep, you too. And uh, everybody go to RatsoundReview.com. And if you're watching us on YouTube, please hit subscribe. And we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.